Hello again uh, to the, the violation of uh, numerous cease and desist orders. The Toffee Brothers have returned. Wait, have you been hiding these cease and desist orders? I mean, I shred them every time I get them, so... Well, because I didn't get any of them. Why were they all addressed to you? Because um, that's... I, I own the domain name. Oh, well, I guess that explains Actually, I don't. I guess I better go buy it. But anyway... <laughs> um, that would be important. You paying for that? No. Oh, I see. Well, anyway... I'm a cheapskate. <laughs> well, we are back once again to punish your oral systems with... Um, Another discussion of Star Wars, but a slight diversion from the cinematic film franchise. We are because now we're actually talking about something that's actually good: the Clone Wars TV show. The Clone Wars TV show, yes the the animated series that when did when did it start? Two thousand five, I believe. Really? I need to that fact check ago. that. That was a long time ago. Yes, so it's uh, I don't know where to begin with this, but yeah, we 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 were we. Yeah, yeah. Well, anyway, I, I, okay. So, I guess I'll just open up with the, 2008. 2008. Okay. So to to give you some context, um, I up until this very evening have only seen about two episodes of this, and my brother has watched how many of them? There, 108 out of 133. 108 episodes of this. out of 133. So there's quite a disproportion here of uh, knowledge related to this show. As my brother will will very loudly attest to well, that I am not competent enough to talk about it, but well, I'm just trying to wrap my head around the fact I've literally watched fifty times as many episodes as he has, and he's trying to convince me that it's a bad show, despite the fact that I know fifty times as much about it as he does. I don't know if I ever said it was a bad show, but you um, said that multiple times. But did I say that? Yes. When did I say that? Multiple times. Oh, I see. Well. Recorded instances. Recorded. Well, we'll see. Um, I, you know, so, yeah, for, for various and sundry reasons, this show has not captivated my attention enough to want to watch it. It's got 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I never really have, so... Well, now it, you have no excuse because a, you have uh, Disney+. Plus. In a, well, at any rate... Not a sponsor, by the way. Definitely not. Uh, so, the to try to help reprimand that situation or revert the situation. There's a word I'm looking for. I don't know what it is, but to, to help alleviate there's a word. Rectify. Rectify the situation. There. My my brother has picked five episodes out of the 108 that he's aware of to have me watch. There are 133 but I've only seen 108. Of the 108 that he has seen for, for me to observe and hopefully have a slightly more informed opinion about this series. So... For anyone who wants to know exactly which episodes we watched in order to have a bearing on this discussion, we watched Rookies, Season 1, Episode 5, The Hidden Enemy, Season 1, Episode 16, Innocence of Ryloth, Season 1, Episode 20, The Deserter, Season 2, Episode 10, and Heroes on Both Sides, Season 3, Episode 10. There we go. So, so I okay. So I should probably clarify. I, I don't recall ever saying that this is a bad show. Um, you have, but continue. I, nah, eh, I'm trying to think of like bad shows to compare it against. I'm sure there are there are a few, but no, I I never had an attraction to the show, and it's hard to really put my finger on why. Perhaps I guess Maybe just really you don't like cartoons. No, I like cartoons. There are, there are many good cartoons out there. 
Um, I think part of it actually, though, if we're talking about the cartoon, I think the big thing that actually like threw me off from the show, well, and I know this is very petty, but I do not like the animation style. Well, something that somebody at work was just saying about this show today, in fact, was when you're watching it, you almost forget that you're watching a cartoon because it's so good that it seems like it should be live action. Mm, nah, no, 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 not quite that. No, it, that's the problem. This. All right, let's talk about the animation style because this let's is like not the, talk about the animation. Why not? Because the animation style does not have any bearing on the content of the show. It, but it, it has bearing on your experience of the content of the show. But it doesn't matter the experience. What matters is the content. I think in a movie, both kind of matter. If the experience is kind of distracting you from the content, then the movie is sort of failing. That's, I don't know. The, I just I always thought these characters, like the first time I saw them, they all look really weird, like the weird angular well it is putting it is a uh, very specific animation style i will say that that's a nice way to put it I just, it here's what i've decided yeah you know, i thought it's about very, this a lot uh, cartoonish animation well but, style, yeah, but here's the thing like so 2d animation i think like two flat you know animation you can get away with really cheap animation and still have something pretty good like scooby-doo as especially the early Hanna Barbera versions had terrible animation. Like there's a great like Tumblr blog about this, but they're endearing shows because like it's warmly drawn. Like the it, it feels right. It feels like a drawing. It feels it feels good. Like you don't mind that the animation is so bad. 3D animation. It's it's well, either good or it's not good. Like there's well, see with this show worm. part of part of the thing that made it popular to begin with is the fact that when this show was first released the animation that they did to make those characters look like that was like top of the line cutting edge stuff that nobody else was doing yet this is not aged well though that's just the thing look i mean at the same time pixar was doing that and they were doing fine but that was like feature length stuff i don't i don't think the world was right ready for the prime time of turning that into you know a 3D animated daily show. That's a. I just don't feel like that that works properly. But what about the content? But, well, but I guess I, I just want to sell that point. That was actually a big thing that kind of put me off from wanting to watch it in the first place because I just couldn't couldn't imagine myself staring at that animation for hours on end. And but what about the? Clip? I'll admit watching it tonight. It it sort of starts to fade out on you, but like what it's still very. What about the clone troopers and their fifty thousand styles of how to do the mm, same head, the same basic head, but with mm, all kinds of hairstyles and tattoos and mm, goatees man. and scars and that. Wow, well, yeah. There's 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 so much about clone troopers. Where do we even begin? Um, well, it is the Clone Wars, so it is the Clone Wars. You're right. I guess it technically had to be important characters. It, you you would sort of instinctively think it wouldn't really like they would never they would all be the same, but genetically speaking, like twins and triplets, they are clones, so it probably does work. I guess that that does sort of they, they believe in the nature versus nurture versus individuality principles so they all they all are slightly different in their own strange ways but um also there's episodes like where captain rex says look at us we're one and the same same heart same blood our training is in our blood and my blood's boiling for a fight well 
Well, should we talk about that part then? With the because I that may be the most controversial aspect of this entire series, if you think about it. What is the so the is one one of the episodes talks pretty heavily about this concept of this idea that uh, the clones have some uh, interest or obligation or necessity to fight. Why they, they swore an oath to the Republic? But who they were kind of forced into that, weren't they? Were they though? Yeah, kind of. But they they swore an oath to do a solemn duty. Why? Because that's what they were born to do. Well, that seems unfair. What about all the other people in the galaxy? They're just not born to do that. The, they recruited the clone troopers so that they wouldn't have to do that. You recruit? No, they didn't recruit them. They built. They 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 bred them for that. That's the problem here. So that, either, no, that was what they did right. Was they bred them specifically no, for that purpose? That seems very very wrong. <laughs> no, it's not. That's extremely wrong. <laughs> it's literally not. I mean, this is disturbing if you really really think about it. Like no, these people are just they're they're born in a test tube. And then told that they their their mission in life is to go die for other people that they've never met and they've never experienced life with, but that's that's their job. It's what they're designed to do. It's their duty. You've been bred for this, so you must go well, do it for those of us who are too cowardly to do it ourselves. Okay, like Captain America, right? In I mean, he was kind of in a sense born in a test like tube. He- but no, he wasn't. Then he was fighting for people that he had never met. But he was doing that before he got the superpowers. Like he wanted to do it. Like he he would have he volunteered for the subject. It wasn't like you know he that was that was a key point in the first Captain America movie. Like he was he was a good-hearted American who wanted to do what was right. These guys like they don't know anything about life. They've just been born soldiers. Well, Rex goes on and on and on in that show about honor and duty. But where is he deriving it from? He has a duty to the to Republic. Why? Because that's what he was born to do. But who said? That's not important. Yes, it is. No, that's it's the, not. That's the crux of this argument. <laughs> why would the... And that's, you know, that's why the one guy deserted. He had no, he had no skin in the game. Like, see, like... And it is a key point. Like, this is a very big galaxy. Like, are there, is there nobody in the whole galaxy who wants to fight for, you know, the Republic, their planet, themselves, their livelihoods? They, they, you know, they didn't ask anyone to fight for them. Well, they kind of did. They, they, they didn't, they didn't just ask, they paid the Kaminoans to, to bring them soldiers. You're also forgetting who paid the Kaminoans to bring them soldiers. Or Darth Padme, but, um... No, Darth Sidious... And he did that because he wanted to engineer a war. So ultimately, the clones are bad then, right? But not all of them. Well, I mean, but the whole idea is bad then because it was Darth Sidious. So not not necessarily. So technically, there's no honor in this at all. This that's, is all just part of a really terrible plot, and this war is just not, like not, futile and nihilistic. Well, but like, I mean, in a sense, yes. But at the same time, like there are some clones, like okay, Captain Rex. He, after all this Clone War stuff ends, he pops up again. Star Wars, Episode 6, Return of the Jedi. You see Captain Rex on Endor. The Mandalorian, Season 2. Spoiler alert, Captain Rex returns. But 
that's an individual. Just talk about the idea of the clone troopers as a whole. Right. I mean, you have to have to admit, if this was all just engineered by Palpatine, then there's obviously something bad about it, right? To an extent, but also no. Well, how is this justifiable? How is any of this justifiable? What do you mean, how is it justifiable? I mean, okay, let's let's say we found out on the news tomorrow, like there's some investigative reporting, that, like, it turned out that at some secret military base in Montana, they found this, like, group of people who had been kidnapped at birth and trained well, to be super soldiers. But the clone troopers weren't kidnapped at birth. Even worse, yeah, they were bred. Like, we found, uh, yeah, we'll even go there. Let's say there were the- children that were just cloned and born in test tubes. And were just used by the military. They never had but real lives, never had real the, families, never the had real The Imperials, that's what they do. They kidnap babies and raise them to be stormtroopers. That sounds very bad. That's that's where Finn came from. That's, he was kidnapped from his family to become a stormtrooper. That sounds very bad. Is that not very bad? Stormtroopers, yeah. But what about clone troopers? No. That's How is that okay? Because... You're not taking them away from any family. You're not taking away from them a life that they could have had that was different. You're not taking away from them anything that they didn't already have. That's even worse. That means you're just you're 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 bringing people people into the world into a meaningless familyless life to go die. Does that sound kind of disturbing? No. It's it's like mm, you, ah! you, Buy a car to get you from point A to no! point B. Ah! You're, you're, so you're building a machine to get you you're to achieve an objective. You're comparing people to machines? No. You just did. I don't think you understand. No, please explain, because this is getting to some really ethically bad territory. We're not even, like, 30 minutes into this podcast. What was so hard to understand? A lot. They, they <laughs> built the clothes to serve a specific purpose. But they're people, right? They are people. Yes, they are people. So you, you don't build people to serve a purpose. A, a person has the right to choose their purpose in life, don't they? But they gave them a purpose. But they why can't they just choose their own? What if they don't want to be soldiers? What if they want to be farmers well, or mathematicians or artists or anything else? Well, that's when you have people like Cutler Quain from The Deserter. Yeah, well, how is he a deserter, then? He never had a choice to be there in the first place. But he still abandoned the army, so that makes that him a deserter. he never had a choice to be in. But he still abandoned the army, so that well, makes him a deserter. But... It's like Captain Rex says to him, you may still be a deserter, but you're not a coward. Yeah, but, I mean, like, did, did he have a choice to be in the army? No. So... Like, what if he didn't want to be in the army? He has to serve there anyway just because that's what he was designed to do? That is what he was designed to do. But does that make it okay? So, like, that would be like saying Captain America was designed to... I, I hate to keep bringing up Captain America, but that would be like... a bad analogy. That would be like saying Captain America was designed to fight Hydra. But what if Captain America said, well, I don't want to fight Hydra, so... Then he wouldn't have. But... He had to because he was the only one that was equipped to fight Hydra. But he wanted to fight Hydra in the first place. But I'm saying if he hadn't, he would have still had to because he was the only one that was equipped to fight Hydra. But they never would have given him the powers to do it. But you're you're missing the point of my analogy. There is no point to your analogy. It doesn't make sense. (laughs) It does make sense. I'm saying 
in my hypothetical analogy, if he decided that he didn't want to fight Hydra, he still had to because there Says was who? no one else who could do it. Says who? There are plenty of people who could do it. There are plenty of people who were. I mean, is he the only person in the world who could fight Hydra? Effectively, yes. And so that gave him an obligation to do it? Yes. Says who? Honor. Patriotism. Sacrifice. Duty. Duty to what, though? Like... His country. Well, the world. The thing is, he wanted to do it. That's the point. But he I'm chose... saying, if he didn't want to, he still would have done it. I mean, would he? Yes. I mean, who was going to stop him? Uh, you know, that, that that that's... But that's the thing, though. They... Did the clones have an option? Like, did, before they go out to fight, did they sit the clones down and say, Okay, look, you know, obviously we bred you guys to be soldiers, but you are people, and you have free will, so, I mean, would you would you like to stay with this, or do you want to, like, go do something else no, for your lives? No, they, they didn't do that. Why not? Because they bred them to be soldiers. But how is that okay? From, from the time they're taken out of the test tube, they say, okay. You were born to be a soldier. Being a soldier means honor, patriotism, sacrifice, sure, heroics. Sure, so this is sure. what you were designed to do. Now get out there and do it, soldier. Okay, but this is this is the is ought problem. You're you're conflating what is, that is that they were designed for that, but is that how it ought to have been? It doesn't matter how it ought to have been. That's what matters exactly is what how I'm, it is. That's exactly what I'm arguing. It ought not to have been that way. But it doesn't matter how it ought to have been. What matters is how it was. Yeah, when you're talking about morality, ought is kind of important. <laughs> but we're not talking about morality. That's what I'm talking about. But you shouldn't be. What? 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 I shouldn't be talking about morality. <laughs> Where is this going? It's not morally wrong to have a clone trooper army. How? I explained how already. No, you have yes, not. Have. There's a lot of holes in this in this theory. Okay, they're people, right? The clones are people. I mean, yes, technically. Te yes, they yes, are people. They are people. Confirm. And so they. Do, do they have any rights as people? Do people have rights? Do people have rights? Yeah. Uh, well, okay, so what rights does a clone trooper have? Well, because uh, a clone trooper does not have the same rights as a normal person. Why not? They're still people, are they not? Droids don't have the same rights as people. But we don't call them people now, do we? There are some droids that act like people. But they are not technically people, are they? No. But clones technically are. Are they? Yes. Are they really? Well, what makes a person a person, then? Oh, boy. This is getting really metaphysical. Um, Let's just move on to what we actually were This is discussing. very disturbing. Uh, this is what we were discussing. So, let's let's take the first episode that we... Uh, oh, but we're already on a good episode to talk about. We haven't resolved the conflict here. I think you're just sort of dodging a very clear moral issue here. I already explained the moral you, issue. Okay, you, you've been no, you've been cornered. No, I haven't been cornered. Yes, I you have. This. You believe people have rights, right? Yes. And you believe that clones are people. Yes. So the clones should have the same rights as any other person, should they not? No. Why not? Because the clones were born for a specific purpose. But how is that okay? Because the clones weren't born without purpose. Most people who are born are born with an intent to find their purpose. Clones were given a purpose from birth. Well, but 
isn't like a fundamental right of a human, like the the right to find your own purpose and choose it for yourself. I mean, I have to, do I have to bring John Locke into this situation or something? I mean, keep John Locke out of Star Wars. Uh, well, I mean, I, I I think he'd have a lot of things to say about the Clone Wars here. Well, he wasn't around to witness them, so he would be pretty disgusted if he was. I'm sure. Um, so let's let's talk about the first episode that we watched. So clearly you've been philosophically cornered here. Okay, just 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 admit that, and we'll we'll move on. That your so, your view of clones is immoral and doesn't make <laughs> sense. So let's talk about the first episode that we watched. Ah. Uh, uh, we're just, just, we're just gonna leave this hanging then. We're just, we're just gonna ignore the the clearly moral implications of all this. There are no moral implications. There are plenty of moral implications. There are to no all... moral implications. There, but... there, there clearly are. Except there aren't. But continue. Ah, ah. All right. So the first episode. Ladies we and gentlemen, this rookies. is what I have to live with. Um, rookies. Rookies. Yeah. That first episode that we watched. Cast away on a deserted planet to die for no purpose. Tracking station. Tracking station. Vital, vital to uh, the the republic. Actually, vital to the infrastructure of the. It's a good question. Military. Though, actually, why why isn't there more armament around? Like you know, probably the most critical industrial facility in this war. It's because it's just one of. As they said, several thousand that's dotted throughout the galaxy. Several thousand cloning facilities? No, several thousand tracking stations. Yeah, but they were guarding Camino. I mean, this is like guarding the Manhattan Project or, you know, Area 51 or, you know, the White House. Like, this is pretty actually critical infrastructure for this war because that is like where the, you know, the, the clones come from to keep fighting the war. So if they lose Camino, they kind of lose the war. Well, like, that was kind of the intent of the separatist attack there in the first place. Why don't they keep it better guarded then? It seems like they just had like a handful of people to guard like the most important they resource. They needed to have it guarded. Why? Well, they actually, they did have it guarded. That was By like the five tra- people! That was what the tracking stations were for. That's so not really to a track lot. incoming invasions, well, because they weren't there to fight a war. They were there to let them know that a war needed to be fought. Yeah, but, the, but that's at a place where uh, that's part of the war. That's like guarding like the factory where you make like the fighter jets. You know, like you want to keep that pretty heavily, you know, on a short leash. You know, like, and you know maybe not so much if you have a lot of factories, but this is like the only factory where the clones come from. So they really need to like target a lot of energy to guard this planet. I would think. Like, I would keep just a couple of Republican starships floating around, just in case. Just always. Well, that was why they had tracking stations. That's not enough! The tracking stations were, they they call the fleet and say, hey, we're under attack. The whole fleet light speeds over there, they stop the attack, end of crisis averted. Boom. Done. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Apparently, thanks to light speed, you can just instantly be anywhere you need to be. But, uh, yeah. But let's let's talk about the clone troopers. Although we've established that the light speed travel still takes time. I mean, yes, but it takes significantly less time than it would normally take. But they make it normally seem practically it, instant. Well, normally it would take like you know several weeks or even months to travel across the entire galaxy. These this it takes like a couple hours. Well, that's not that's not a lot of time. They could do a lot of damage in a couple hours. 
I mean, I just I think they should keep like a couple of starships there just in case. You know, like a lot they of They don't have the resources to keep a couple of starships yeah, there the, just the in case. The most important resource they have to defend, like besides Coruscant, they really They don't isn't... have the resources. They seem to have quite a few. I mean, they they don't have they're already being stretched thin across the entire well, they'll galaxy. They have a lot less resources if Camino gets destroyed, well, so they're already being stretched thin across the entire yeah, well, galaxy. You're see that's that's your problem here. You're thinking about one game piece rather than looking at the entire board. Yeah, the king. See, you're but you're still you're focusing in on the one game piece rather than looking at the yeah. entire board. You have to think about the game as a whole rather than focusing on a single piece. But the game as a whole depends on you defending one single piece that if it goes you lose the game and that's kind of Camino in this situation. Camino and Coruscant like, those are the two plans you got to keep under a pretty tight grip. Everything else is but kind of, like, how many other? But how many times do you see Camino get invaded? Um, once in this episode? Except, did they actually make it to the surface of Camino? They got pretty close. Did they, though? Well, no, I guess not. Exactly. Crisis averted. End of story. Although, that's another question, though. I mean, why did the... Why did the... Couldn't those commando droids have just meteored down to the planet Camino itself instead of trying to attack that station and just took in Camino and they never would have noticed? No. Why not? Because the tracking station was there to prevent that exact thing from happening. Well, the tracking station. So they had to get. So they had to sabotage the tracking station first, in other, otherwise, the... because otherwise their whole invasion of Camino would be for nothing. But the tracking station just assumed that the, they were meteors. So if the meteors had just gone past the tracking station to Camino, couldn't they have just taken Camino that way? No. Why not? Because that would have set off alarms at the tracking station, and the tracking Maybe station would have called the really... fleet, and the fleet would have hyperspaced over there and destroyed them. Maybe they would have done it really stealthily. I mean, they managed <laughs> to take the base, you know, pretty easily, so I'm sure... Because, they... as you said, there were five guys at the base. Yeah, so on Camino where there's, like, nobody armed, then they No, would... on Camino where there's, like, literally millions of guys armed. Well, then why do they need the tracking station? Can't the millions of guys just defend the planet by itself? No. No. In fact, why couldn't they? Why did they have to bring the fleet in? Couldn't the millions of guys have just flown off the planet up to the tracking station? No, because to... not all the millions of guys were ready yet. But a lot of them were. Not all of them. Well, enough of them could have been. Not really. Not I mean, I think it's pretty obvious. They know what they're shooting at. Speaking of shooting, I'd like to bring up an important point. Now, I know Star Wars, you know, it's kind of a given that, you know, nobody can uh, aim and hit anything that Except they shoot. Except for clone troopers. I don't even know. I mean, here's here's the thing. Well, one of the episodes there, of, the there are, show, of this show that we didn't watch, mm-hmm. a clone trooper says, if we draw them out, we can see them. If we see them, we can hit them. Yeah, well, except they, they're, that, that was what got me watching this, the episode with the, uh, the, 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 the planet. Like, these guys are standing, like, three feet away from each other, and neither party can hit each other. And they're, like, not, like, taking cover or anything. Like, they're standing, like, face-to-face in a hallway and can't shoot each other. I mean, Really? Really? The clone troopers are better shots than anyone else in the galaxy. What about about these, you know, commando battle droids? I mean... What about the commando droids? All right, here's the thing. They're standing, like, not six feet away from their target. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like if I was standing right in front of somebody with a rifle, like, after a few shots, I could probably get a good hit on them. I feel like anybody could. I mean... Like, unless they were, like, shooting backwards. Like, you, you couldn't miss. Like, it's impossible to miss. 
Like, I don't think anybody on either side understands the value. Like, when you're in a gunfight, you kind of have to take cover. Like, that's kind of the well, only thing that protects you. That's because you. these... That's because all the soldiers, both clone and droid, were designed by technicians rather than designed by soldiers. What does that have to do with the tactics? I'm talking about the tactics here. Exactly. They were designed by technicians and tacticians rather than soldiers. I don't think they were designed by tacticians because tacticians would have said, don't stand in the middle of a hallway well, and get okay. shot. So therefore, they were designed by technicians rather than tacticians. Well, what about the tacticians who are the soldiers? Don't they have good tactics to not stand in the middle of a hallway and get shot? When when you're, uh, well, they, they kind of didn't have anywhere else to go. So. Well, they kind of did. There's all these little crevices in the hallway they could have been hiding behind for cover. No, they, they really didn't have anywhere else to go. They were kind of pinned down, as they well, say. But still, like, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's a so, lot of open gunfire in so this So let's, let's talk about the, the specific clone troopers that we meet in that episode, which would be... The uh, no, the Domino Squad of Heavy, Echo, Cut Up, and Fives. I don't know. Not, not, see, that's the thing. The problem with being clones is that none of them are that memorable. That there's other episodes with those four guys. Okay. So, Heavy is easily one of my favorites. And uh, Rex, Rex is, like, easily the best clone trooper ever. Maybe, yeah, sure. I guess. But Heavy, Heavy is a favorite of mine. Uh, Echo is so... Uh, so well received that not only did he pop up frequently throughout this first three seasons, that then after they thought he was dead, they suddenly brought him back for the last two seasons and revealed no, no, he was still no one alive. Ever dies in a Disney movie, except for parents. It's pretty dark, but it's um, true. That's true. It's still pretty dark. Um, I didn't say it wasn't dark. I said it was true. Yeah, it's, it's true though. Um, what other thing that's bothers me about the whole Clone Wars so series. Wait, I just realized something. Oh, yeah, okay. Disney parents die. Uh-huh. Star Wars is owned by Disney. Uh-huh. Luke and Leia's parents died. Uh-huh. So they're officially Disney characters now. Well, yeah, they all are. Well, here's another question. Better or worse. So Princess Leia is a princess, right? Sure. And she's owned by Disney, right? So sure. does that make her a Disney princess? Technically, anything's possible nowadays. But, uh, so, so what about Heavy and Echo and Fives and See, this, I, I don't know. That, I guess maybe if you really spend some time Waxer with Boyle and... Boyle? Who calls someone Boyle? That's a, that's a really awful name. Boyle. That makes me think of, like, Boyles. You know, like, Job had. But what about Charles Boyle from Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Well, that's, I, I don't know. I guess if Boyle... Well, Boyle has B-O-Y-L... E is your last name. That's okay. Boil as in like a boiling pot or a you know. Well, I'm assuming that's not. I'm assuming in that context that they call him Boil because his temper has a tendency to boil over. Oh, maybe. I'm assuming that would be why they called him that. I don't know. I guess I see. It's hard for me to talk about any of the individual clones together because they're just they're not that individual to me. They don't. They don't. Their personalities just don't shine through. So again, this is a problem you have because you haven't watched enough episodes. Yeah, apparently, well, okay, we're talking about this though. Oh, so what is the deal? This is something that's just bothering me a lot. Why are the Jedi like, and not even just the Jedi? Like this happens like throughout the Star Wars saga, like even from the beginning. Like, if you're a cool character in Star Wars, you get like automatic promotions to like general or commander 
or whatever, like the really high ranking stuff. So like, like besides the Jedi, name two characters that that happened to. Uh, let's see. Let's com- Solo's at least a commander, right? He didn't start out that way. And he gets uh, pretty quickly. Pretty quickly. Because he committed acts of bravery. I don't think that's enough to make you a commander. Like, you have to, like, Yeah, well, doing. like, okay, there are real military... Does he become a general at some point? I don't remember if he becomes a general or not, but, um, like... The rank is kind of confusing. But, like, okay, they, uh, they... But, like, okay, in the real military, as a sign of honor, they promote people who've mm, done acts of bravery. Yeah, but there's, like stages to that like they kind of seem to skip a lot of steps you know well and especially like in this case well, like they're general kenobi well they're like you get to like well bypass like the rebels, know, 40 years of well, the military. rebels are like well the rebels are like um a pretty ragtag bunch so they can kind of just do that without regard for basic military protocol okay sure maybe but what about the republic like okay the republic they there was already a whole long-standing thing that if the Republic ever went to war, Jedi were automatically generals. Why? That's been a rule for thousands of years. Why? That seems like a bad rule. That's That's been an old rule. That seems like a rule that's that That's a rule be, that predates the movies. That seems like a rule that people would devise who didn't actually have a standing army in the first place. That, like they that do was a in this rule case. predated... And that is a great movies. question. Why is there no standing army in the galaxy? Because... Prior to the Clone Wars, there was a Pox Galactica. And not one planet caused any trouble? I mean, I'm sure at some point. None? Some planet did, but... And so what did they do? They sent Jedi. Well, couldn't they have sent an army? They didn't have an army. Well, why not? They didn't need an army. I feel like you they do. They sent Jedi. I mean, you know, armies are kind of common in the world for this very reason. Well, they didn't have one, so well, then like, why haven't? Why is the that Republican was kind of the already? whole? That was kind of the whole point of them making I mean, clone troopers in the first place was to create a standing army. Well, could, why? But see, I guess they just that was kind of the entire point was to create a standing army. It seems foolish that they had never really prepared for this possibility. Like, it seems like it would have been a constant they didn't necessity think that they needed to. I mean, I, f- I feel like they, they didn't prepare for it because they didn't think that it would come to that. They didn't think it was necessary. Overly optimistic about the nature of uh, yes, human. they are they are stupidly optimistic, but and and yet they are like somehow running a galaxy. Yes, I, I, maybe that is why the separatists separated. Mm-hmm. Which I guess, speaking of, since we got to see that episode where the separatists are maybe aren't so bad, but also aren't so good. It's hard to tell. Depends on who you meet. I mean. What do you mean they aren't so bad, but they're also not so good depending on who you meet? Well, I mean, obviously Count Dooku is bad, but that random girl on that random planet, she's okay. Um, because, as I said, not all the Separatists are terrible people. Yeah, you know, I'm more thinking about it and talking about it. I mean, maybe the Separatists really had a point. I mean... Maybe they did. Maybe they did. I mean, The Separatists were trying to expose the corruption in the Republic. So why are we the ones rooting for the Republic? Because the Republic are the good guy. But why? They, they, they really aren't doing a good job. I didn't say they were doing a good job. I said they're the good guys. Well, I mean, maybe... The good guys can do a bad job and still be the good guys. Maybe it would be better than if, like, some of the, the planets if, separated out so they could, like... But, their okay, own. why why then... Okay, that brings up a good point. Mm-hmm. Why then 
in the original trilogy are we cheering for the rebels because Great technically point. speaking the rebels are terrorists who are mm-hmm. trying to overthrow the established government it's true so why are we cheering for them aren't they the bad guys but so then why are we cheering for the establishment in this series because the establishment in this series are the good guys well what makes them good or bad guys this is getting kind of confusing and bear in mind, the good guys are in this kind of morally ambiguous cloning thing here, so, I mean, I'm not really so sure they are the good guys. In fact, arguably, the Separatists are much more morally better people because they don't actually send people out to die, they send droids out to do it. I mean... Well, that's, like, equally bad, but... Why? For the same reason that it's bad to send clone troopers. But droids aren't people, and so, I mean... Therefore, like, you know, you could send a droid into a, a dangerous situation, and that's ethically okay. Especially these droids. These droids really don't have, like, you know, the same sort of personal temperament that, say, C-3PO has. So, I mean, arguably, I think the Separatists maybe are the good guys in this situation. Except they're not, but continue. I mean, it is sort of unfortunate that well, they, they are they kinda... do have... You also forget the Separatists have people like Watt Tomboy, Newt Gunray, Count Dooku, Darth well, Sidious. Mean, you know, they're... they're... They, they may be attracting some of the wrong people as well, but I mean, it seems so like all of their leaders are terrible people. Yeah, so well, how does mind, that make them bad, or how does that make them not bad people if all their leaders are terrible people? Well, bear in mind that Darth Sidious is a leader of both groups, so really they're <laughs> all terrible true. in that sense. You know, now that you say that. So really, I mean, we have no one to root for in this series except maybe the separatists. The clones. The clones. Yeah, well, we really have more pity for the clones because the clones are being, like, forced to fight this war that they have no cause for. Except that that's what they were born to do. (sighs) By someone else's decision. So, uh, let's let's talk about, um, the, uh, the one where the clone trooper defects to the other side and is giving away military secrets. I can't blame him. I mean, probably after looking at his own side, he probably kind of saw the light, you know? Well... He, uh, what was it he said that you talked about when we were actually watching the episode? You said something about, or he said something about, you're all just blindly following orders and for what? For what? It's a good question. And do you remember what Captain Rex said? You swore an oath to the Republic. We have a duty. Okay, but here's the thing. Did he choose to swear that oath? Like... And the oath-swearing ceremony couldn't even just said, wait, wait, whoa, 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 I am not signing up for all that. Nope, uh-uh. Like, would have you had the option to do that? Because if you didn't have an option, that's like a forced signing of a contract. Like That's like, you know, if someone puts a gun to your head and, like, makes you sign a piece of paper giving away all your property. Like, that contract wouldn't hold up in court because you were forced to do it. So it's kind of the same principle here. Like, if he didn't really choose to make that oath, then he really, like... He kind of has a right to do what he's doing. Captain Rex points out, you have an obligation. You have a moral obligation. How? You have a duty to perform. We haven't proved that they have any moral obligation. Except that that's literally why they were created in the first place was to fulfill that obligation. Who says, though? Why did the people who create them have the authority to give them that obligation? Because they created them for that express purpose. But how is that ethical? They're still people. That would be like saying, I hire you to do a job. How is it ethical for me to pay you to do the job that I hired you to do? 
because I applied for the job with my own free will. If you, like, kidnapped me from somewhere and made me start doing the job, that would be a very different story. But they didn't kidnap anybody. Well, if you made me in a test tube and I was still a person and you just made me do the job, that still would be a different story. Like, I still but didn't get a choice in the see, matter. See, what you're not getting is they built them in test tubes for a specific purpose. Okay, but they're still people, are they not? But you're missing my point. No, but... Okay, but they're still people either way, right? Yes, but they're people who were created to do a specific job, and so they can't just not do that job. Okay, all right, Here's then here's one for you. So let's say you're, you're, you're parents, right, and you, you have a child, and you really want that child to be a lawyer, right? But the child, like, starts to grow up, and he wants to be, like, an artist instead. But you say, no, you have to go to law school. You were born to be a lawyer. We wanted it that way because we're your parents. Like, after that child comes of age, does he really still, like, have to be a lawyer? That's not the same thing. Why? He was born for that purpose, wasn't he? No. The people who created created him made him for that purpose. That's not the same at all. How? Just because he wasn't from a test tube? Yes. So if you're from a... If you're... Yeah, this is getting disturbing. Uh, So if you're... Naturally born, you get to choose your path in life. But if you're born in a test tube... If you were created in a lab to fulfill a specific uh, purpose, then yes. So if you're born in a test tube, you have less rights than someone who is, like, born from naturally. This has no bearing on the conversation. This has every bearing on the conversation. Let's, let's go back to what we were talking about. What were we talking about? We were talking about the uh, specific episodes that we watched. Um... So, going back uh, to the episode of the tracking it. station. Um, uh-huh. Right, so, the tracking station, the, uh, the droids attack, and the, uh, the, like, five guys or whatever have to figure out how to stop an invasion with five guys. They should have gone off for burgers, huh? Um, well, but they had millions of guys on the planet who could have helped, right? No. Why not? Well, I mean, but there were surely... Yeah, but they couldn't... Have con- but remember, they couldn't contact them. Well, I don't know. Have we been over this? Like, this, this seems like this whole setup is kind of, uh... It's kind of, you know... But that was kind of the whole point, was that... Yeah, well, they had millions of guys on standby, uh, but they couldn't contact them. That was kind of the whole problem. So so what am I supposed to, to be saying here? I don't know. So, so what? So this... The, that was a story. I mean, it's not, like, the most compelling story in the world, but... But wasn't it great to see how the guys overcame overwhelming odds in order to... I don't know. I don't know if I would call them overwhelming odds. I'd say they were fairly evenly matched. How many battle droids were there? I mean, maybe, like, a dozen. There were more than 30. It was, like, a dozen. There were, like, 30 of them. I don't know about that. Besides, each commando droid's worth... Like five battle droids, but no, oh, no. I feel like each commando, you know, each commando droid could be like half a clone trooper, though. I mean, here's a here's a before I forget. I mean, the uh, <laughs> the other episode where they're doing hand to hand combat with commando droids, mm-hmm. and people are like literally punching metal heads. Yeah, and literally headbutting metal heads with their person heads. They they. You are forgetting they are wearing armor while they're doing no, that. No, not not in that one episode. Which episode? The 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 the, the one with the the farmer dude. There's like one part where like oh yeah, are you sure one guy Cut straight up. just headbutts a battle droid right. in the head? 
with well, his bare head. Yeah, and? And he doesn't knock himself out doing that? Because he has a thick skull. Not that thick. You, you, you go headbutt something like hard metal object and see how that goes. But I don't have a thick skull. Why? I don't care what your skull is made out of. You can't do that. Like, nobody's skull is They're thick enough to just to do that. No, I don't think so. No. Yes. No. Yes, they are. You can't train someone to just go headbutt a, like, a thick metal object. That's also kind of another point. They're not really that thick. I mean, but they're the, so... Th- that, that, that little that neck strut is, like, super flimsy, so you hit it in just the yeah, right spot and the head's going to snap like, off. Apparently, you know, they, they, they make it look like snapping the head off a battle droid is, like, something you can easily do with your bare hands. Yeah, that's... They, they do that multiple times. They grab yeah. the head, they go, crack, and it pops right off. Yeah, go outside to, like, a car and just try to rip the wheel off the strut and that, see how easy that that's is. That's not the same thing. Try, go outside and try to rip a mailbox off a that's, metal post. That's not the same thing Rip either. a stop sign off that's, a... How? They're both okay. metal things screwed well, into okay. metal things. <laughs> okay, the... St- out of all of those, the stop sign is actually probably the closest analogy. And could you do that? Depends on how hard you twist it. Okay, yeah, go, let's let's go outside right now. I want to watch you rip a stop sign off a post. That's illegal. Well, is it even possible? It doesn't matter if it's possible, it's illegal. Fine, we'll go get our own stop sign and nail it into a metal post and watch you rip it off. We're, we're not testing I mean, the after your finger starts bleeding because you slice yourself on a metal sign... Like, well, also, uh, battle droid heads are round. You can't slice your oh, hand open. Well, that makes it all okay. It's just you have to deal with the part. You're like ripping metal off of metal. I mean, I told you, man, it's a flimsy little neck strut. You go snap and it pops right off. It's metal, but it's a flimsy little strut. You go snap and it pops right it off. Can't, yeah, okay. Then again, try try like ripping like. I mean, it's probably the same thickness as like the metal strut on the stop sign, don't you think? Which is like. A quarter of an inch? Yeah, so go outside and bend one. Let's watch you do that. Again, that's illegal. It, it, not possible for, for the average person. I mean, at best, you might be able to bend it if you are very, very strong. Maybe. I, I'm not even... Well, I mean, Sherlock Holmes took a fire poker and went... Whoop. Yeah, well, he's a fictional character and, you know, kind of a bodybuilder, I guess, too. But it's it, just... Not just, most nah. versions, but... Even still... Punching and headbutting metal things. Just I I I see that that well, also, may not really be feasible. Not only was he also you know trained to do that, I'm sure he also, as a farmer, you know, was gaining further muscle mass than he ever did as a soldier. I mean, maybe, but like I, that seems like a lot. Well, so like Captain Rex or whoever he in that other episode, he grabs a BX tactical droid and just rips the head off of it. Yeah, how though? They just they make that look so easy well, when it really probably like, shouldn't the, be. The Twi'leks in the one episode we watched, they ripped a, a tactical droid to pieces with no weapons, with just their bare hands. Yeah, this just doesn't but, seem. Feasible. But that was because you know there were like thirty of them all ganging up on one robot. Just, that doesn't seem like it should be feasible, but. But that was because there were, you know, 30 of them all pulling on one robot. From all right, three, let's three go get 30 people to, to try to all together pull a stop sign apart. We'll, we'll see how that goes. If you had 30 people pulling, that stop sign would rip right off. I don't know if it would rip right off. I mean, it, it would rip right off. It would had, be a bit of a fight, I think. Probably wouldn't be as much of a fight as ripping, 
Well, but see, a stop sign wouldn't fight back. The droid was fighting back. And so then it should be even harder to rip it off. So, I mean, it just doesn't make sense to me. Also, like, the commando droids seem to have, like, a varying, like, armor density. Like, one minute you're shooting them and they're just kind of coming back. Next minute you just, like, knock them out with one shot. Or even a headbutt. Like, they have enough armor that they can resist being shot. But a headbutt, man, that's just too much for them. They Because I told you, it's that stupid thin neck strut. Well, I, I don't think it's that bad. Like, maybe they should consider that, you know, when they're building these things. That, like, they might get into melee combat and may get headbutted. Well, they, by an organic? They, they didn't consider that when they were Why? I, I feel like they considered a the, lot more. The, the Moyans don't consider anything like that when they build droids. They consider how to build them cheaply. That's what they consider. Yeah, that's why the super battle droids don't have heads. That kind of makes a lot of sense. That's actually exactly why the super battle droids don't have heads. Couldn't they just make heads with stronger neck struts? That would cost more money. And the Moyans are all about not using money for things they don't need to use money for because they're greedy. Well, at least they're ethical and they use droids, so. Uh, so what else is there? Um, so, what I don't know. I don't feel like there's actually a lot to, I don't know. That, it, my impression of this series still hasn't, like, it's gone up a little bit, I guess, like, especially the one episode with the, the political intrigue. Like, that was a little, a little bit of drama, but the, I don't know, I just. The clone troopers as individuals. Well, we're, you you have no you have no room to talk on that because you you I, don't think they're actually people apparently. So they're they're individuals, and so the, shouldn't they have individual rights? No the, response the, there. The, so the clone troopers is individuals. So, so shouldn't they have individual rights? No. What? Why not? <laughs> because they were born to serve a purpose, and they served that purpose honorably. But again, who says that they were supposed to serve that purpose? That was what they were literally created to do. All right, so if... if so, like, let's say I created the toilet plunger. and the You're toilet- comparing people to toilet plungers now? <laughs> Just listen. Wow! So, let's say Whoa. I created a toilet plunger. The toilet plunger's purpose is to oh. plunge the toilet. So, it was created to serve a purpose... So if it does not serve that purpose, then it is not doing what it was created to do. But, 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 but a toilet plunger has no soul or mind or free will or anything. It's just, it's an inanimate object. But it's doing what it was designed to do. All right, so going back to my analogy, let's say that I have a kid and I really want him to be a lawyer and I don't really give him a choice in the matter. Is that okay? No. Well, then why is it okay for clone troopers? Because clone troopers were born for a specific purpose. Well, maybe my child was born for a specific purpose that I have preordained for him. But you didn't get to decide. Well, why do the the people who make the clone troopers get to decide? Because science. (laughs) Whoa, what? No, this is ethics, not science. We're not talking about ethics. We're talking about science. That's exactly what we're talking about. So, like, Waxer and Boyle. Uh Uh-huh. What did you think of Waxer and Boyle? Uh... Don't have much to think about them. That's the thing. I mean, to your point, they don't really have much personality, so maybe they really don't have rights. I don't know. Um, they, they do have personality. Well, then they're people, and they have rights. They have more personality than you. Well, then they definitely have rights. I mean, do they have rights? They... Well, you said they have personalities, right? But having a personality doesn't mean you have rights. R2-D2 has a personality, but that doesn't mean he has rights. Well, are they people, though? They're individual enough to be people, right? Yes. So, but they don't have individual people rights. 
They have collective rights. They don't have individual rights. What collective rights do they have? Do they have collective bargaining? Can they strike and they say they don't want to fight in a war? I mean... <laughs> but if you notice, the majority of clone troopers in that show, and even in the movies, 99 out of 100 of them act like they want to be there. Because they're brainwashed. Because they were born to serve a specific yeah, and, purpose. And brainwashed from their youth to believe that that's what they are supposed to do. I mean, So but, then why, like, one out of a hundred, like, slick says, I don't want to do that. Why Why did the other 99 say to him, you're a traitor, you should want to do I don't that? Know. Why, why when someone leaves, one person decides to leave a cult, do the other people in the cult be like, oh, you're a traitor, you know, blah, 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 blah. Like, they're does that make cult. the... Well, basically, I mean... They're, they're not, but... I don't know. I feel like a, a, a group that, like, raises children from test tubes to go fight in, like, you know, ambiguously moral conflicts. That sounds like a cult to me. It's not ambiguously moral conflict. I don't know. We've seen how the Separatists maybe aren't so bad, and maybe they're actually the good guys in this situation. I didn't say they were the good guys. Well, I mean, they kind of are. I they're, mean, they're, they're they, fighting... They have some good people on their side, but that doesn't make them all good people. That but doesn't make their cause just. It seems like the cause is pretty just, because the their Republic is isn't... not just. Well, how so? Because the Republic is corrupt, isn't it? But the separatists are equally corrupt, so what difference does that make? Well, that, I mean, so maybe that, there is so no that, just cause in this war, and it's not worth fighting at all. That was the whole point. They so were, then why are the clone troopers fighting? Because that's what they were created to do. But who says that that's what they ought to be doing? It doesn't matter what they ought to be doing. Well, that's, that's what exact, they were created to do. That's ex- well, you're saying that they ought to do it because they were created to do it, but you haven't proven that just because they were created to do it is that they, what they ought to do. You're just talking in circles. No! Yes, you literally are. Okay, you're saying that they are created to do something, therefore you are implying they ought to do the thing they're created for. Yes. Well, why ought they? Because that's what they were created to do. But is just being created for that purpose, like, enough of an ought? Like, again. So that's... If I have a child and I created that... Well, so that's, that's... Going back to the toilet plunger analogy. They were comparing people to toilet plungers again, so... No, we're not, but... Well, we kind of are, because that's what you're doing. No. So, a toilet plunger serves a specific purpose, does it not? Yeah, because it's an inanimate object. But it serves a specific purpose, does it not? Sure. Because that's what it was created to do, Sure. So, a clone trooper serves a specific purpose, because that's what a clone trooper was created to do. Alright, so if I procreated my child to serve a specific purpose, is that what they have to do? That's not the same thing. Why? I've just spent 20 minutes explaining No, why. you haven't explained the difference. If I created a child for a purpose, either naturally or in a test tube, what difference does it make? Are they still a child? Yes, they're still a child. So do they not have the same rights? Clone troopers have no rights. Why not? They weren't given rights. Well, uh, who says that they they don't have rights and one child does? Just because you're born in a test tube takes away your rights? In Star Wars. Well, why is that okay? I guess what I'm trying to get to here. This is not morally good. Like, this is morally not good. And? And so can we not agree that that's the case? That it's morally wrong to use clone troopers? No. Yeah, well, why not? Because it's not morally wrong to use clone troopers? That's not a... What? That's circular reasoning. (laughs) It's not morally wrong to use clone troopers because the clone troopers were designed for that very purpose. 
And so if I have some kids and I say they're designed for another purpose. So like, that... let's say I made a phone app. No, go back to my analogy because this actually is more relevant. So let's say I made a phone app that was Again, designed to an serve a purpose. An inanimate object. We're comparing people to inanimate objects. This is an apples to oranges, not even. It's like comparing apples to spaceships or something. Like there's just no there's no bearing here. Except there is, but How? Because the clone troopers were designed to serve a purpose. Okay, so if I had a kid and I decided he was designed to serve a purpose, does that make it okay? No. Why not? It's not the same. Why not? Because the kid has the right to choose what he was designed to do. Clone troopers don't have that right. Why don't they? Because they weren't given that right because they were designed to serve a purpose. Okay, so you say give right, but like... Do you give a person rights, or do they have them inherently? Clone troopers don't inherently have them. Okay, but why not? They're people, are they not? But they are people who were designed to serve okay, a purpose. Okay. But people, just by the nature of being people, inherently have rights, do they not? But they're people who agreed to the, do no, a job. No, 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 but they didn't agree. That's my point. They didn't have a choice they, in the they, matter. They swore an oath to the Republic. By their own volition? Like, they got to choose whether or not they swore this oath? Like, they, they got to stand side and say, Yeah, I, I do want to go fight for this war for people I've never met for this cause I don't understand. That that sounds good to me. I, I choose to do this. That's not what happened, but yes. Well, then how did it happen? How did the oath get taken? They're, they're like, you were created to be a soldier. And they just were like, okay with that? Well, I mean, they trained them from birth to be soldiers. Brainwashed them, yeah. How is it brainwashing? Uh, I, guess, I don't know. Maybe because they, like, have no parents or life of their own. They're just born in, like, a weird, you know, science lab and told from the very beginning that they are soldiers. Like, they're, they're that told... sounds like brainwashing. Well, you could say the same thing for, say, Master Chief in Halo. Probably. He, he like, Master Chief in Halo, same thing. He was born in a science lab and told you are going to be the first of a new breed of super soldier. So is that ethical? I mean probably not, but well, I mean we're in the same boat here with the clone troopers, so ladies and gentlemen, case closed. Clone troopers are not ethical. What's your point? That. that That's my point. But you also have to remember who the clone troopers were created by well, so, of that, course, that, suddenly I really am kind of against the Republic, and I kind of hope they lose out to the Separatists, because, you Well, know. they kind of did, except the Separatists didn't really win either. Yeah, this is a pretty messed up war, I'd say. Again, war. because... What is it good for? Absolutely nothing. Because it was all engineered as a ploy by... by Darth Padme. Are you still going to harp on that? Yeah, we'll save that for the next episode, probably. Um... No. About, um, except that, as I believe I mentioned in the first episode of this podcast, nothing about that theory holds a shred of water. Except it kind of makes more and more sense the more you just let yourself into believing it, you know? No, nothing about that theory just, makes any sense. Just like Clone Trooper morality. Clone Trooper morality makes more sense than Darth Padme. Mm, not much, I'd say. Yeah, so what else is in this, uh... This series, because that's, I don't know. I, Captain Rex. I hate to say it, but I don't really feel, like, compelled to go watch, like, more and more of these. I, I feel like I've kind of had my fill. But um, there's, like, 
101 episodes that you haven't watched. And I think there, I'll be okay if I don't watch them. I mean, well, there's, there's like, it's like 2,000 minutes of my time. That's a lot. There's, let's see, um, there's, there's still like 50 something episodes I haven't seen. Or, I don't know. No, there's 20 but, episodes I haven't seen. I don't know. Well, I mean, let me let me ask you this: since you're such a staunch defender of this, what what is your what is your sales pitch for this show? What is what is the 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 thing that makes you keep coming back episode after episode? Dynamics between characters, the fact that it covers my favorite era of Star Wars history, the fact that it gives you a unique look at characters that some of the things in the movie don't really. It allows you to see sides of characters that you don't necessarily get to see some of those aspects of them in the movies. Fair enough, fair enough. Alright, well, uh, was, there, was there any other... I don't know, I guess I, I really don't... I don't know if I even have an opinion about this show. It's just... Again, because you haven't seen enough of it I to form not. an opinion. So what, what else What else do you have an opinion about, about it? The fact that it is an amazing show and deserves to be acknowledged as such. Well, you, you've certainly acknowledged it, and apparently 93% of the people who've gone on Rotten Tomatoes to rate it have as well, so... You should, too. Well, I mean, again, this is back to the Azot problem. Um, I did, and you should, too. I, I don't know. I mean, it's... It's just a very strange show, because it's like... It, it deals with a lot of very adult things. Like, I mean, it's actually a pretty surprisingly violent show, and yet, like, it's also just, like not really written at adult level either. I don't know, it's just... Because they want kids to understand it. Yeah, but uh, it's, it's a little bit violent for children, though. It's like, people are just, like, straight up getting shot and dying, which, like, you know, it's unavoidable, but... Well, it is, you know, talking about war, and that, that kind of thing, you know, generally happens in war. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really what, what you want to inspire children with, I guess, but... But it is also Star Wars, and that kind of thing also happens in Star Wars frequently. I guess. I, uh, like, okay, in, you know, just the Star Wars movies, there's people getting their hands chopped I'm, off, there's people yeah, getting chopped in half, there's people getting I, shot. I feel like there's, there's a difference getting... of doing that in a film versus a TV serial, because a TV serial is kind of something you're expected to watch on kind of like a more daily, weekly basis, whereas like a movie is kind of more of a special thing, but maybe, maybe well, not. So on there is one that. aspect of this show that we did not cover that I would like to talk about now. Okay. Mm. There are certain episodes of this show where if you think about where this show falls in canon, like when it canonically takes place, it kind of ruins certain aspects of the show. Like, for example, alright, this film is set between episode 2 and episode 3. So, if you've seen episode 3, alright, for example, there's an episode of this show where the sole intention of the episode is for them to assassinate General Grievous. Well, going into the episode, if you have seen episode 3 you automatically know they are going to fail because General Grievous is in the next movie. That is that is kind of a, a problem with a series like this, for sure. And I guess that's probably why they sort of mitigate it by introducing some other characters. Well, that was a big reason that they introduced a bunch of these clone troopers was so that they could have people that 
if they wanted to kill them off, they could. Or if they wanted to keep them alive, they also could. This is just... Since we're talking about clones, it's just getting even darker and darker. <laughs> we're literally making people so we can kill them at will. Um, Except that that's kind of what the Republic did, but... Yeah, I mean... And yeah, the more I watch this, I'm pretty And that's kind of what the writers did, too. The Republic was just a total disaster. I mean, let's face it. Luke in Episode Eight is right. I mean... No, he's The Jedi, not right. the Republic, the whole thing was just a mess. It, it had to go. No... <laughs> I mean, well, also in the words of Luke, amazing. Every word of what you just said was wrong. Well, I'm quoting Luke here. So. Well, so am I. But you're, you're you're attaching his words to the wrong thing, okay? Like, am I though? You're making him contradict himself. Yes, because he said those words when he realized that he was wrong. So he 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 would still say even afterwards that the Republic was great, and you know was was. No, the Republic wasn't great, but... Not even close. Like, very bad. Very, very bad. I mean, no, the... Okay, so we'll even go as far as to say that the Republic was bad, but that doesn't make the, uh... That doesn't make the Empire good. That doesn't make Darth Sidious good. I mean, I think it makes everything a lot more kind of morally ambiguous, doesn't it? I mean... Well, all of Star Wars is morally ambiguous. Well, then why should I be cheering... Luke Skywalker, in his first appearance, joins an ancient cult and carries out a terrorist attack that kills 300,000 people. Yeah, I mean... So why should I be rooting for anybody in these movies? Why should you be rooting for anyone in all of Star Wars? That's a great question. You shouldn't. That's the whole point. Well, there we go, folks. Don't root for anyone in Star Wars. These are these are movies with bad people. How to be? But happy. we're gonna watch them all anyway. <laughs> How to be happy in the galaxy? One, don't interact with. Don't train a Skywalker. Two, don't marry a Skywalker. Three, don't interact with a Skywalker. Four, don't be a Skywalker. It's also true. As long as you do those four things, then you pretty much will have a happy life in the galaxy. Why are we watching these movies? This is this is pretty depressing. Um, this was your idea. No. Oh, well, we're going to soldier on anyway just to prove that we can do it. Um, so what movies are we discussing after this? Well, well the, the Marvel films. Uh, that's a lot of films. Um, There's only 20-something of them. Uh, well, you know, we got to make it to episode 100 of this assuming we don't get sued into oblivion well I guess is there anything else we, sh- we should discuss for these for this series uh Captain Rex what the about en- him the enduring popularity of Captain Rex sure I guess I don't know he just seems like a very stereotypical soldier character why because he just does stereotypical soldier things like what like, just be really gruff and really into duty and, you know, loyal and whatever. I don't know. It's just not that interesting. But then why do so many fans love him? Why is he so many know. fans' why favorite do, character? How can Nickelback fill up a stadium? I mean, you know, a lot of questions here. A lot of questions. Well, if if he's such a flat character with no personality, then why do they keep bringing him back? I don't know, how do they keep electing politicians who have no personality? It just seems like a... That's the thing, it's, it's a low common denominator. He's, he's not, like, interesting or controversial or cutting edge enough to really have, like, a divisive following, you know? So you, you didn't really get to see a whole lot of Anakin's apprentice Ahsoka, but... 
Yeah, she seems the, the, cool. The little bit that you saw of her, what do you think of her? I, I, yeah, I like her. She's, she's young, idealistic. Seems like a seems like a nice person. Yeah, she's young. She's idealistic. She's naive sometimes. And then something happens later on in the show that changes all of that. What? She uh, gets framed for bombing the Jedi Temple and thrown out of the Jedi Order. Well, that's pretty traumatic. Well, so then she's like, my whole life is a sham, and everything that I've ever known to be what I thought my life was is now crashing down in dust around me, so what am I supposed to do with my life now? Good question. Especially since there's no good guys in this movie, so what does she do? So what she does, she goes off and is a Jedi on her own, and without the Jedi Order... That seems like a good idea. And then, eventually, she joins the Rebels. Well, that that seems to have worked out pretty well. I mean, more Jedi should have followed her path. Seems like the... Yeah. But she... The reason that she didn't go back to the Jedi Order was... Well, so actually, she gets... Besides the fact that they threw her out well, for they threw her out. crime. Well, they threw her out for committing a crime that she didn't commit. And then, they found out that she didn't commit it, and... They said, please come back. And she's like, you know what? Y'all threw me out. I don't want to come back. See ya, punks. Fair enough. I mean, they really aren't the good guys in this series, so. Well, nobody's really the good guy in this series. Nope. We've established that. What a sad set of films. R2-D2 is the only good character. He's the maybe. only he's the only morally good character in the entire yeah, series. Even he's kind of a jerk sometimes. You're really oh, he's a jerk, but that doesn't C-3PO. make him... C-3PO. C-3PO is the only one who has any kind of heart. No. He's one, I mean... He's, he's he's a jerk more often than R2-D2. No, he's, 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 he's skittish, but he's, you know... He's, he's not just skittish, sometimes he's straight up a jerk. Well, he's, he's, he's following protocol, he's a protocol droid. Don't you call me a mindless philosopher, you overweight glob of grease! Well, R2 can be pretty insulting, you know? Well, so can 3 Well, they're just, they're just bickering like old friends. He's polite to everybody else, and, and at the very end, you know, in, in the last episode, he gives his life... For people he barely even knows and are pretty mean to him most of the time, so... Well, he's like... Well, I mean, he, that, that reminds me of the, uh, the how it should have ended, where, you know, in that scene, he's like, I'm taking one last look at my friends, and Ray is like, oh, that's so sweet, and he's like, what? No, I'm not talking about you! And he holds up a photo album that's got pictures of him and R2-D2, and him and... Chewbacca and him and Leia and him and Luke and him and Anakin and yep well I don't know I feel kind of bummed now this, this is like ruining Star Wars for me actually maybe this is why I've never watched the Clone Wars TV show don't watch the Clone Wars TV show it's gonna ruin Star Wars for you um even though it's like the second best thing about Star Wars oh after boy. Rogue One. Oh boy yeah, wait till we get into Trent's theory that Rogue One is the most Star Wars Star Wars movie to ever yes. Star Wars. That that that'll be a that'll be a trip. That'll trip and a half. A, that'll be a trip for sure. Trip and a half. Uh well anything else we should cover? Um about this show not that I can think of. Well, since we're since we're we've pretty much deflated the entire franchise now and realized that all the characters are bad and that the whole concept of clones is profoundly morally corrupt and that the the Jedi are the bad guys and the bad guys are bad guys and everybody's and a everybody's bad guy. everybody's a bad guy. Everyone's a bad guy and that's Star Wars, so... 
everything is wrong and nothing can be made right. I, I feel like I kind of stand by my original assessment that there's there's no point in watching the Clone Wars. It's just gonna make you depressed. Just even though it's so good on so many levels, so many levels. Well, well, people, we have we have had quite an interesting discussion tonight for sure. We have we have we have gone and plumbed the depths of. You know, uh, natural rights and morality and metaphysics and other things that really should be over the heads of a simple sci-fi series like Star Wars. Well, also, some, we of, some of the things that we've discussed tonight are things that you're really not supposed to take into account when you're watching nope, something like this. You would probably feel a little sick to your stomach if you did. So... But, you know, have, you, have you never heard the phrase suspension of disbelief? This is like suspension of like basic morality, but <laughs> this sure. Is, um, there's, there's, you've never, are you not familiar with the concept of suspension of disbelief? That's, that's to make you think that like Jedi can make things float. That, that's not like the same as suspending your concept of morality. This is, they're, this is they're not doing that, but they kind of are. They're not, but I mean, this the whole the whole concept of clone troopers. You really have to kind of just put very basic moral questions to the side to make that work. But that, that you're supposed to make a lot of put a lot of things to the side. That's kind of what suspension of disbelief is all about. You probably shouldn't put morality to the side. It seems like something you should kind of keep close <laughs> to to you. you. But you know, whatever you, you know, to each put your own. Science to the side. You put. As philosophy this, to the side. You put a lot of things to the side when you're watching the, a movie. In this very series, they said that put to each their own. So maybe that's the lesson of Star Wars. Everyone should just do what is right in their own eyes, regardless of its real ethical implications. Um, that is true because I mean, even Obi Wan says you must do what you feel is best. So if you feel like making people in a test tube and sending them off to die is the best thing, you should do that because there is no morality in Star Wars. It's a weird nihilistic universe um man this is this is pretty heavy and we're only on our third attempt at this podcast so i don't know where we can possibly go from here speaking we're on our fourth podcast technically this is the third. Oh yeah you're right yeah because number four will actually be about episode three we're gonna really confuse the numbering <laughs> scheme here as we dive into the, the revenge of the sith the revenge of the sith where we've we're we were the... evil triumphs over more evil where the Sith finally get the revenge for, you know, what happened a thousand years before the movies, basically. So Where the Sith finally get if payback are, for what happened a thousand years before anything in the movies. If you can if if you can find it in your hearts as an audience to forgive us for this clearly uh, morally disturbing um, conversation and not to join us for this next episode tune in next time and we'll uh we'll be we'll be happy to, to i guess not see you but you get the idea so until then um kenton okay. and we are the top brothers whether you want to call it that or not so, so it's a terrible podcast name but 